You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and uh, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Dave, um, you got the three S's going. Um, snow, sun, and skiing. I know. it's uh, You know, sometimes you just you, you look at what's around you and you go, it's good to be me. This is one of those days, that's for sure. I'd ask how you're doing, but I'd just be jealous if you told me. It probably. Probably. Actually, <laughs> though I've been skiing for the last uh, last few days, and man, I am sore. <laughs> it's my first skiing of the year. Oh, right, those muscles. So oh, there is that downside. <laughs> well, you're up there at the top of the world, or at least at the top of Whistler. Um, <laughs> it's been a crazy week in SEO. Um, first, there's just one thing that's what I want to touch on. You remember remember last week when when we had uh, David Harry on and. I, uh, you know, sort of playfully asked him about that argument that was happening in the SEO community, uh, subdomains versus subfolders. Yep. Now, what, when, 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 when we asked that question, did you have any idea that all hell was actually breaking loose just over there? <laughs> like, I, I, hadn't, I, I knew there was a debate going on, but I hadn't known it had gotten so personal. It really had. I, I know. Um, and I, I'd seen glimpses of it, although it was after the show that I sort of saw. Oh, it's gotten like really personal. I'd seen it go a little personal, like, and and you know, to to Dave Harry's point, like, let's all. It was a very valid point. Like, let's all be grown ups here. <laughs> like, you know, we're we don't have to name call or undermine somebody um, just because we disagree with them. We can just go, hey, I disagree with you. You can call a person out on their bias and go, you know, because I I know there was the um, Rand versus uh, Danny, you know, sort of quick back and forth. And I'm like. Yeah, a little more eloquent might have been. I understand that you know now you're working at Google, so you have to give us the official answer. So let's you know let's admit that bias. I think that would be a completely fair thing to say, which is I think what he was getting at. But it did tend to get a little personal, and 
um, you know, Dave, Dave called it right. And I think everybody does still like each other. It just, I think everybody got a little carried away. Yeah, indeed. Um, when I think I, you said pretty much what I was going to say that people just, you know, chill out, respect each other. We can, I, I've seen this happening inside, inside the SEO community right now, both in the, uh, technical world and the political world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think I only have one more thing to, 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 to add to what you were saying. And um, with all due respect to everybody, it's Facebook. <laughs> like, seriously, it's Facebook. Nobody really cares. It's, it's not important. It's Facebook. Well, and you know what I find kind of funny? And it, it, it is one of those like, oh, okay, we can actually view this as, as kind of fun, like in, in sort of a weird way, if you're going to take a positive from a negative. And I mean, it wasn't a huge negative. It's just people got a little out of control in, in, in their arguments and, and made it a little more personal than it needed to be. But I do find it funny that when we have our heated arguments, we're, we're, we're name calling, it's over a debate as to whether subfolders or subdomains are superior for SEO. Like, we are seriously among the biggest nerds. <laughs> <on the planet. laughs> you know that you know that you know that 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 Facebook meme where they have the guys with like the stylized rabbit fighting against the guys with the stylized duck. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's what that argument basically is. <laughs> yeah, and I think the the answers were were right. I mean, I, I think Danny was sort of spot on. It was a very googly answer. Um, John came in with a very googly answer, and you know what? They work for Google. What more can I expect, right? Like this, you know, I'd be annoyed if I had an employee saying stuff as the com- as representatives of the company that that contradicted what I as a company was saying. <laughs> like the, it's of course they're speaking as that. You can sort of go, you would have said this a year ago, yeah. And you know what? That's because he that was his job a year ago. Now his job is to give the company line. Um, I didn't. The only thing I didn't like, and I, I think it's entirely valid to sort of go, "Hey, John, we we could use some clarification." Is a really really good answer or a good question rather that was asked. If if we're gonna you know let's go down this rabbit hole again, um, a really good question that was posed was, "All else being equal, which is better?" Right? Like if if mm. everything else is equal, well, then, then which is can't. better? Oh, for goodness! Yeah, but you know you can't answer that question that way. Well, and, I, and I know, and that was John's thing. Well, nothing's ever equal. It's like, yeah, but but I do but understand it what it means. But if it was, if we said, okay, I've got this site, and I'm taking all my folders, you know, let's take like I don't know any of our you know internet marketing sites, and went, okay, now right now I put them in folders, right? Like Beanstalk IM slash services slash SEO, right? Like they're all structured like that. What if I went services dot like everything was exactly the same? <laughs> I just moved it around, and I think that was the tone of the question, and that one could be answered. Now the answer may be I don't know. This is a complex algorithm. Okay, fair enough. Then just say I don't know. But to get that sort of half-butted answer of, well, nothing is ever equal. Yeah, but we run tests as SEO in equal environment, right? Like we always do often. Often we're doing that and going, all right, well, let's build two equal things with a different structure, see what happens. So you, you, you could, could sort of test it. There is sort of an answer. Well, they don't want to give it, and that's okay. And even if they just said, you know what, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> like, the, all right. the only answer I could possibly honestly give to that is go for it, dude, but you're writing the 301s. <laughs> well, and you know what? That's a valid point. And who wants to build out two sites strong enough to actually compare those metrics just for a simple little test? 
I don't know. Um, I mean, but now I want to actually. Now that we're talking, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'd try and rank it for like Nigritude Ultramarine or something like that, and uh, you know, see. So yeah, well, maybe not that one. Now that that's yeah, been that's, done. that's but, been burned already. Um, you know, there's all there's there is content out there for it, even if yeah. it's um only in the Wayback Machine, it still exists, right? <laughs> it still exists. Nigritude Ultra Plateau, right? Or something, yeah. I mean, you get the, the gist, right? Like something, and just which one does better when essentially everything else is. Anyway, we've got, yeah. you were right. It's been a, a hectic week. I've droned on too long about that so, debate, which I know we were only meant to touch on. Where should we go? Here's one that I would like to annoy Daddy with just because I'm a, <laughs> just because I'm a total jerk. Okay, so you remember how Google, like, you weren't allowed to Google stuff? Google got all googly about people Googling the use of the word Google? Yeah. Well, Google's getting all googly about people using the use of uh, overuse of the word amp. For instance, <coughs> if you're at a cocktail party and there's a bunch of like Google employees there and you say you amped up your website, they're just going to look at you funny. Or they might even give you dirty looks or or even worse, they might spit in your cocktail. You know those Google people, they can get spit. <laughs> They're rabble-rousers. They're rabble-rousers. So you didn't amplify it. You didn't amplify it. You didn't amp it up. You didn't do any of these sort of things that, of course, you would say you do, because that's how you want to you know, you want to be. Mm-hmm. Hip and young, like the, like, like hip, and, hip and cool like the young folks are, right? The ones at Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, you'd say you amplified your page, because that makes your clients think that you're hip and cool, like the kids who work at Google, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe not, but <laughs> Google doesn't want you talking like that. Like, what, what, WTF, man? Like, 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 why do they care about stuff like this, Dave? You know what? I am betting that it ties in, and it's funny. I only saw the article in passing um, that, that I think you're referencing here. Um, and there was other, you know, there was a bunch of, as you know, there's been a bunch of news stories happening this well, morning. Well, you're working off your cell phone right now. I guess somebody didn't amplify a page or something. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, the thing is, I, I do remember when they did it with Google and why that was. And then they end up getting into if a term that they have trademarked gets overused, becomes sort of public domain use across a variety of different sort of purposes. It's no <laughs> right, longer right, just a noun. It becomes an adjective. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Because <laughs> Ryan Crane won't be able to figure it out. Well, they need to, and I get it. Like, you know that, you know, I remember what you're talking about. Like, back when it was like, you can't use Google as like a verb. They had to say that. You know, at the end of the day, they liked it. Of course they did. This is the best branding they could have is when I'm saying I'm going to Google it instead of Mm -hmm. search, right? It's like, you know, I'm grabbing a Kleenex, right? Well, no, chances are the one sitting on my desk isn't actually Kleenex brand, but they've done that good job. dude. (laughs) Um, but as a brand they have to say that their lawyers will tell them to say that and that's their way to protect their trademarks at least it was with with google so that it doesn't become something synonymous with something else it doesn't become a verb because now all of a sudden things don't apply quite the same their trademarks aren't going to apply because now it's a verb now it's an adjective now it's a you know as it starts to morph into into different functions all of a sudden, the law becomes a little more gray. So I get why they were doing it. I, I guess I get why they're doing it now, although I'm not viewing, you know, I don't know that the exact same arguments are applying here, and I don't know why they would be caring so much about whether we're amping it up or not, but, you know, there we are. 
you know, I, I, I desperately hope that to that this gets to, as far as Saturday Night Live, or at least um, maybe the Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, what was that? What was that? What was it from? Uh, um, from uh, 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 Henry the Third, I keep thinking it is. Uh, first, we kill all the lawyers, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we can amp it up. Well, we're then we can it. amp it up because no one's going to stop us. Like like those Google guys are actually going to stop us, right? <laughs> Although they work for DARPA now. It, it's funny because they've got that whole thing going on. Uh, meanwhile, you've got like some folks over at Bing going, oh, somebody please use our name as a verb. Come on. Like as a positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, 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 they did have them on like um, that, what, Bing Chandler? <laughs> but every time I Bing, I think of friends, Bing Chandler, and then I sort of go to Google. Yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> if you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot, at least shoot yourself in the foot with like Joey. God. <laughs> um. Okay, so this might sound like a silly question, but you know me, I'm gonna ask it anyway, right? Do you know the difference between ranking and indexing? <laughs> well. I certainly hope I do, but I know where you're going with this, and it's a... It was actually an interesting question, and I can yeah. see where she came from. Cindy, Cindy Crum um, asked, asked John Mueller the other day, now, uh, for, for, for those who don't know, and I don't know how the hell you don't know this, but Cindy Crum is um, <laughs> widely recognized as the world's expert in mobile search. Um, so, like, she asked John Mueller, uh, does site speed have any bearing on like the indexing getting your page into Google's mobile first index now I want you to remember if you, if you remember Dave I'd like you to recall that Google's the one who's been calling it the mobile first index like forever right or at least yeah. like in, in forever in Google time for the last few months mm -hmm. um, so Google coined this phrase Sydney didn't coin this phrase Google coined this phrase okay so mm -hmm. she asked if um, site speed Affects getting uh, uh, pages into the into the uh, mobile search index. Mueller mm -hmm. comes back and says, "Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't see why speed has anything to do with indexing. Now it's a ranking factor, most certainly, but indexing, I don't know." And then you know that now there's this like silly language kerfuffle over ranking and indexing. <laughs> ranking is where you end up after Google sorts the gajillions of websites in its index, the index is where, you know, anything that's ever been on the web is probably in there. Yeah, would you agree? Yeah, no? I, I would, I would. Um, and it's interesting, we hit these these sort of silly semantic arguments. I mean, you know, I guess this one isn't, isn't purely a, a semantics, but sort of almost irrelevant arguments, where it becomes a, hey, no, site speed won't affect your indexing, so don't worry, Google knows your pages that it's not going to rank. Right? Like that's basically what they're saying is it will will crawl it, but but we're never going to rank it. Right? So so who cares if they've crawled it, right? Like really at the end of the day, it, it, if they're not going to rank it, why does it matter that they even know about it at the, you know, at the end of the day? Do you care if you're wow, I've got this page and it's sitting on, you know, position 483? Well, actually, I do because if a page if a page in my site isn't getting indexed, then what's the problem with my site structure? You know, like if I got a page that should be indexed and it's not getting indexed, and I've obviously I've done all the things that you know you do to get a page indexed. 
why isn't it, you know, like, what's the deal here? What am I, what, what, what's wrong? What am I doing wrong as a webmaster? That's the first question I'm asking. You know what? And, and you bring up, it's funny because I went tongue in cheek and I went to, went a different route, but you bring up a valid point and one that I think, you know, everybody should, should pay attention to. And I, I know I am. And you bring up a really, really good point that I wasn't really thinking of related to this is what we can glean from this. Like I went the, why does it matter? Um, you know, and at the end of the day, I don't really Which care about pages index, but um, you bring up a really valid point is it does help me eliminate issues. If I still have things that aren't indexed and I know that speed isn't an issue, now I know I need to look somewhere else. Maybe your developers are working on fixing your speed issues anyway, so because they should be, as, as you know. Um, but while they're doing that, you bring up a valid point. If this page isn't indexed, you you would need to know if you if he hadn't answered that question, if it could have been page speed, well, then now that can be it and there's nothing you can do. If it's not page speed, now you know, oh, okay, I've got another problem, which is, as you know, and I know, and probably most of our listeners know, 90% of SEO, uh, certainly on-site, sort of the technical sides we're talking about now is, I'm just going to eliminate possible problems. They may not have ever been problems. <laughs> like They may yep. not have actually caused a problem, but I need to check you know, all these boxes and make sure. That's, yeah. Um, so at least it does eliminate one thing to look at. You can go, okay, I know it's not speed. So I know I've got another problem that I need to look for here. So, so that is a valid point you bring up. But and, I, and I, I do want I do want to caveat that point if I can. If say you mm -hmm. put in a sitemap, I'm, I'm just just pulling numbers out of my head for the sake of of numbers, okay? But say you submit yeah. a sitemap and it's got say 1,500 URLs in it, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If only say like 1,450 get get into the index and there's 50 that aren't there. There could be a number of reasons for that. It doesn't necessarily mean you got a site structure problem. It might mean you do, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean that. You know what I mean? There's always some pages that don't that don't get picked up off of your XML sitemap. So, so don't use that 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 indicator you see in Google Search Console. That's not gospel. That, that's all. That's that's just a caveat I want to add, just in case nope. people are looking at it and going, "Oh my God, I got a problem. I'm going to spend the next three hours figuring this out." You know, right, no. and then you're going to find out. No, these were like hardly used tag pages inside your blog or something, and go, yeah, no, Google made a good call there. <laughs> like, exactly, no reason to index that. Okay, and speaking of, we probably got to take uh, take a break here on uh, on Webcology. Want to take take take? Yeah, just you know what? I just blew that exit. We got to take a break here on Webcology. Do a couple <laughs> commercials on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Who's in a far, far better place than all of us right now? This is Jim Hedger <laughs> from Digital Always Media, who's in Toronto. Um, back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. 
With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. I really got to change my profile pic. That's pretty stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just kind of embarrassing. Why? I don't know. I look like Billy Joel. <laughs> oh! Well, we're back here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. We can get to this is Billy Joel from WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from <laughs> Kitchen Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, hey, Dave, have you noticed like your 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 cell battery just sort of wearing down, or your all your bandwidth just like stretching out to like who the hell knows knows where and back again? You, since I first got a smartphone, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the last couple of days or the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing like SEOs getting just radical, especially especially people who have like all their messages turned on. Google <sighs> has been sending individual messages saying we've updated this website to to new search console. We've updated that website <laughs> to new search console. And for some of us who have like sixty to seventy websites in search console, well, maybe not that many, but you know, those of us who have a lot of websites in search console. This is kind of getting old. Do you think? <laughs> it is. It is. And I know I just got an email this morning from one of my clients going, I just got this notice. What? <laughs> just like like letting me know. I'm like, oh, we're, we're good. Like that's adorable that you didn't know that I would. Well, I guess adorable is the wrong word. Like I guess, I, and I've, I've always said this, I would rather get 99 pieces of information that I already know than one I don't. But it's yeah. funny because like in this one thing because we've been talking about this and there's no way that they would know this but we've been talking about this for months now right in in its leading and talking about the betas and stuff like that and and you know the closed betas and, and what's going on so i i found it kind of humorous of course because we've been talking about it so much 
again, I appreciate the fact that they sent it just because, wow, what if I'd missed that, like, somehow? What if this was the one thing in 100 that, like, was obvious that I would have missed? Um, but, yeah, I mean, even, so now we're adding more messages that I'm getting about it is what I where that story was going. So not only are there those first 60, <laughs> but then there's the supplemental ones from clients going, what does this mean? Um, and for some of them, um, it means a lot, right? Like we've, we've talked about this in the show. Like if you're in, and, and I, I love this, especially for seasonal stuff, and I won't get into why because we've already covered that on the show. But if you have seasonal things, this, this new setup is incredibly powerful, mm-hmm. a, a massive leap forward. <laughs> And so now I'm ha- lining up, and I did with this client. They're they're in in travel, so it's like, yes, I do know that. Glad you've got it. Time to go th- through this together, <laughs> like what this means for you. So, you know, as soon as I get back, time to line up a call. Um, so it's going to be really really interesting to sort of see how, uh, you know, how that sort of stuff plays out. But yeah, I think it's it'd be nice if they could go. You know what? We see you have a, a whole bunch of these. So why don't we just you know what? Just just log in, and we're gonna like put a little check box by the ones that have them or something, right? Like, so you don't have to email me every single time one gets, gets the all clear. Like, okay. Oh, so if I mean, yeah, for goodness sakes, like I'm looking at my phone every few minutes, I'm sitting in my meditation class and my phone's in my jacket, like over there on the wall, going beep, 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 beep. And it's so hard to get into your Zen when your phone is just going nuts, Dave. I know. You know, I, I was something I've heard though, is you, it does have a power button. <laughs> My meditation class? It does. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it does. Just turn off the lights and everybody goes to sleep. Just your heart's content. That happened to me the other day. Eh? Like, like everybody was just chilling out. I started snoring. <laughs> <laughs> so my girlfriend never takes me anywhere. <laughs> okay, so... Um, <laughs> cool thing if you want to follow danny sullivan you want to get closer to danny now that danny is like actually working at google full time um he has published his first article in the uh, in the google blog um interestingly talking about uh, uh uh snippets uh information snippets and he now has a twitter account he is at search liaison um so again, um, I think this is, you know, if you want the lowdown on Danny Sullivan, but you don't want to like get his tweets about um, the geeky stuff he does all day long, like flying drones and going on Star Wars cruises. Basically, check. you don't want to feel bad about your life, is what what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny's um, Danny leads a pretty a pretty spectacularly fun looking life. Eh? He lives down by yeah, Balboa Island where the uh, banana stand is. Um, uh, tripping around the world, working at Google, flying drones, going on Star Wars cruises, and now he, he he's gotten into that Twitter thing. At least his <laughs> his persona at Google has been allowed into that Twitter thing. Um, he's Google's search liaison. So at search liaison, and you um, you're uh, tweeting directly with Danny Sullivan. I think it's handy. Like anybody who's gone on, <laughs> you have too. There's not a lot there yet, um, but you know what's coming, and I think it's I think it's great. I, I think it's setting the the tone. 
Um, and you know, there's there's two people that I think are breathing a massive, massive sigh of relief. It's John <laughs> Mueller and Gary Eyes going, yep. oh, thank goodness. <laughs> like, now we can throw Danny under the bus to answer questions <laughs> and we can just be left to do our jobs. Um, you know, I do still hope we see John doing his hangouts and, you know, Gary going to conferences and, and chit-chatting. I mean, you know, they, they have some insight and I, I'm sure we will. Um, but I think it will be nice for them to go, yeah, I'm going to leave that to our search liaison. Right. And, and, you know, great. That's that's exactly what he's there for. Um, and, and, you know, we've talked about this before. I think he's going to do a great job because he knows how. He knows what we mean when we ask questions and he knows what we're going to call BS on. <laughs> he, he knows that in advance. And so I think he'll be able to go, yeah, you're going to call BS. So I'm just going to say um, I can't answer that. Right. Like, I think we'll get a little more honesty from him. Um you know, hopefully at least where it's like a can't answer. That's fine. You know, then we'll make up answers, right? <laughs> there you go. Well, um, so I, I'm glad to, he's got it. Yeah, me too. And this is an important thing to the community. Respect, respect Danny's position. Um, yeah, before his job was to try to crack Google open like an egg, he was a journalist. That was his job. Um, now his job is to explain Google. And sometimes that means sealing up the cracks because he's not allowed to leak stuff. We want Danny to feel comfortable and open and able to talk to the SEO community without having his words stuffed back into his face and getting them all closed up. Trust me, it's in all of our interests to be cool with this dude. That's right. Let's Don't... lure him into a false sense of security. And then we go after him. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. I'm serious. Like, Danny, Danny's the grandfather of this industry. Like, he, uh, you and me, like, you know, he might lead a spectacular life, but the reason the rest of us lead spectacular lives is because of the stuff he did, right? Like, um, you're up there on Whistler right now. Uh, can you think of another career choice you could have made back in your 20s or th early 30s that would have put you where you are exactly right now? No, no. I would have had to start skiing in my, like, early teens to, get, <laughs> to be where I am right now. <laughs> so, well, um, but, 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 yeah, it's, no, it's a valid You point. know what I mean, right? No, you're 100 percent right. Anybody who is 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 here and, and involved in the industry, really, in some way or another, whether it's directly, like say you or I, who read his articles back in like the early, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. I was going to go just to the early 2000s, but like, no, it was before then. Um, you know, reading and, and getting educated from that, or the people who are just joining in, you know, in the last year or two, where basically all these resources that you have available to you sort of had their groundwork um, done and, and, and he added that sort of anchor, right? Like just this point that went, okay, we are professionals and we need to act like professionals and we need to be professionals and we need real resources around us because we're a profession. And, and he gave that. Now, I'm sure that would have evolved by now, but it got started early <laughs> and it's evolved into something awesome now. And you've got lots of great um, you know, sort of journals across, you know, everything, you know, whether you've got social media or you've got you know, search engine land or, or whatnot, right? Like you've got many great ones now, but all of them were anchored back. I mentioned search engine land. Well, that's funny because he then started that one, right? So you know, yeah. you've got these anchor points um, that just are the the authoritative voices in the industry. He's somehow involved in, in virtually all of it, even if it's just, you know, Lorne Baker, another super smart and, and we owe him a, a lot of, Indeed. you know, sort of street cred as well but even he will have gotten a, a 
that it wouldn't be hard for me to trace back his origin story. <laughs> to Danny? <laughs> to, well, of course, to, to Danny. Danny. Why, would, why do you think Lauren got so into being a search journalist covering covering this field? Yeah. You know, who, yeah. who did any of us model ourselves after in the very beginning, you know? And who probably organized the first conference that he spoke at. <laughs> like... <laughs> Indeed. Um, and speaking speaking of people who, who you know, you can, you can draw a direct line between career trajectory and Danny Sullivan, the, uh, the Search World Honors, Barry Schwartz. Sure do. Yeah, um, he's great. But by the way, uh, um, just you know, that just, sorry to put to, 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 to. I hope this doesn't embarrass you, but like, um, it's Mary Davies, um, your partner, your wife, who who should be thanked for uh, for getting that, that 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 Facebook group together. The search community honors Barry uh, Barry Schwartz. Um, you know, there's, there's people who read like uh, uh, search SE Roundtable know Barry's spent the last like two or three months posting. Uh, little short stories about about people in the the SEO community who made who made contributions to the community, and he wasn't going to cover himself, right? Because you know, you know, he's, he's just that yeah. guy. So, <laughs> so Mary, your your part, your wife, decided to do that for all of us. So, thanks, Mary. Yeah, I will. I will pass it on. You know, we're in, in tight quarters right now, so she's not even here right now. She was like, "You know what? You're loud and you pace when you talk, and it's true. I'm actually in a completely different <laughs> room. My computer's in right now, so I'm leaving." Well, she's, <laughs> and, she's not out there skiing. She's 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 hard at work at like eleven thirty in the morning. Yeah, no, she's taking her laptop over to a coffee shop, and <laughs> she's working from over there. And she'll oh. be back when our show's done. Oh. <laughs> Good audience. Sorry to drive you out of the uh, the chalet, but you know somebody had to get you out of there. <laughs> That's right. Well, she's out walking around. You know, at least a, a little walk to a coffee shop in the snow, and you know, really, it's never bad to be you know wandering around a, a sunny but still snowy whistlery day. No doubt. Okay. Anyway, uh, at Search Liaison. Um, that's uh, Danny Sullivan's Google account. Uh, of course, at Danny Sullivan is his personal account. Mm-hmm. Totally worth checking out, um, if only because that's the voice of Google talking to you. <laughs> um, hey, even if you're not going to ask anything, follow it. Like it's, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> okay, so what about what? Do, where do we, we got we got um, probably about seven eight minutes before we got to do another break. So how about the Merkel report? Um, Merkel's Q4 report on uh, on ad growth. Oh, actually, well, okay. This might sound a, this bit hard to follow. Merkle is a uh, is a SEM company, a online you know, digital marketing company. It has tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of clients. So it's one of those companies that's large enough that if you want to get a good sense of what's happening with the search engines, you can actually see what's happening with their client base. You know, and and get a sense of of who's spending what. Mm-hmm. So. Click ad growth is falling, so people are still clicking more and more often on paid ads, but the growth of that, the number of times they click, is growing slower. But ad spend is growing rapidly, rising rapidly, 23% across Google, Bing, and Yahoo in the last quarter of 2017. Why, like, like, why do you think that is? Like, Google, Yahoo, and, and and Bing are recording more paid clicks. Almost 25%, almost one quarter more paid clicks in the last quarter of uh, 2017. 
what? Well, I think, I mean, there's going to be a variety of different things and there will be PPC experts. Like I don't get me wrong. I know my share about paid search. Well, you know, like I, I, I find it really enjoyable. Um, but there'll be people who've like dug into these numbers a lot more. So I just want to put that out there and go, I'm just going to be stating what I'm guessing. <laughs> there will be people with real numbers to, to back this up. But what I would suspect um, from what I'm seeing while I'm in the back end, from, from the different tools, from the different information that we're all getting is, I don't think that it's specifically related to a higher cost per click because I'm not, and, and this is completely anecdotal because I'm basing this on campaigns that I'm managing um, as opposed to any great metrics. So I just want to be everybody to be clear. Don't run with this, look it up. But um, I'm not seeing it in any of the campaigns. I'm managing some massive cost per click. There's there's little ones here and there, but just the normal ebb and, and flow of, of cost per click. But what I am seeing is Google providing a lot more capabilities for us to target better. Um, I think that we're all getting better um, at, at creating better ads, at creating better display ads, at testing better ads. I, I think just as the industry is maturing, we're all getting better at making something clickable. Um, so while click rates might be falling, the spend, the, the, the actual amount that we're willing to pay with our landing pages um, is sort of... I don't know. You know, it's it's sort of hard to describe what I'm sort of because I'm actually well, the world's getting more competitive, right but the you world's know, getting and, more competitive. But I don't think it's just that we're spending more um, on a per click. And I, I know that doesn't make sense with with what the sort of metric we're talking about is. But I think we're creating better things that are creating a higher click on more expensive stuff as opposed to just sort of a, a blanket across the board sort of, you know, increase in the cost per click. I think we're actually driving people better to the things that are converting better. They tend to be more expensive, but we're getting more sophisticated and targeting properly. So we're not getting these low value clicks that would have offset our cost per click and dropped it down. Sure. But they were crap. <laughs> so they didn't matter anyway. So it's that sophistication that I'm seeing. Yeah. If you want to break it down on a cost per click, Yes, but I, our cost per click on what matters is, is, I guess, where I'm going isn't the part I'm seeing going up. It's that we're better targeting and better filtering out the stuff that, yeah, cost, you know, probably cost less. And I'm, I'm thinking of the display network here and, you know, and, and some ad, uh, you know, search ads as well, but mostly in the display network where if, if we can just get rid of that crud that we were paying, yeah, pennies a click, but it was useless pennies a click. Yeah, our average cost per click is going up, but it's only because our costs are all going into the clicks that matter, and we're not actually paying more for those clicks. It's just that our average is is higher because we're not getting these crap low cost clicks that, that we really weren't converting anyway. Again, this is completely anecdotal. It's just what I'm seeing, but I'm not seeing on our primary terms in any of the campaigns I'm running a big jump um, in the in the average cost year over year. Um, unless, you know, we've gone, okay, we want position one instead of position three, but that's us. Um, but on a, on, you know, all is equal to use something John would, would hate me to say, but mm. in an all is equal, I'm not seeing that. So I, I have a suspect a suspicion that it's just that we're filtering better. We as professionals are doing better and Google's actually giving us better tools to do it. When I first saw this story, my, my, my initial thought was, well, that must be the way, uh, something to do with how search results are phrased on, on mobile devices. 
Mm. As it turns out, that would be the wrong answer. The greatest increase in non-brand revenue, um, or the greatest uh, increase, uh, greatest mm-hmm. growth in, co- in cost per click, mm-hmm. is on desktop, not on phone. Um, also, the greatest re- uh, increase in non-brand revenue per click was completely found on desktop and not on the phone. Um, I find that very interesting. So, um, even though, ac- according to Merkel, um, search volume, paid search volume over cell phones, like paid clicks over phones accounted for more than 50% of all clicks for the first time since uh, since they've been keeping these stats. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest growth in revenue came from desktop. So mm. there's, I think there's a, there's a little bit of analysis that the, uh, you know, you know, this, this is a case for the PPC rock stars. If you ask me, um, there's a little bit of analysis. I'd love to see the PPC world go through. Um, and I bet you in the organic world, we learn we learn quite a bit, you know, just 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 from them trying to figure out why um, they'd be seeing fewer clicks, but a greater cost per click. Yeah, it'll be an interesting study. And you know what? I'm glad you bring that up. And just a reminder, everything I was saying was anecdotal. <laughs> and that's exactly the data I would love to see is somebody pulling in some some real aggregate information and going, here's the actual real answers. Um Somebody it, go you down. bring up a really neat point is it will be quite telling as to what we're seeing in organic as well. Somebody go down to Florida and grab Satella and bring him, bring him up. Oh, <laughs> take him to Florida, bring him to the studio. And we've got to talk to that guy. Okay, but before we do, before we go and bug David Satella, which I actually you know, maybe we should do just for the hell of it. Um, yep. That'd be fun. We've got to take a break here on Webcology. So, friends, you're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 1st of February, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And we're back after these messages. Marijuana. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. 
Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the uh, 1st of February, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And if we cross our fingers and toes, then we're really lucky. And the... Uh, the uh, angels of technology work for us. We're about to be joined by PPC rock star himself, David Satella, and we're, we're, we're going to get to the bottom of this. That's what we're going to do, Dave. That's what we do here on this show. It is what we do on this show. Um, I don't want to jump to a new topic because I actually I can I can see Studio um, trying to get a hold of uh, of Zatella now. So, friends, any she's any second now, we're going to be joined by uh, by the one and only Dave Zatella and. Uh, yeah, I love him. I, 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 I haven't talked to David. This is a treat. I haven't talked to him in so long. Yeah, no, neither of well, I guess I saw him at, uh, at the Merge conference, but that's, uh, yeah, pretty much the last time uh, I saw him, so it's been months. Well, uh, we're, we're just a couple of seconds, and Dave will be joining us. Um, and again, I got, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this. This is, uh, yeah. this is a total treat. Ladies and Good gentlemen. Afternoon. David Satella, how you doing, dude? I'm doing great, Dave Davies. How are you doing? Or was I'm that Jim? Gr- that was Jim, but uh, I'm here <laughs> oh, as well, sorry. so there we go. So I, I, had, I had my Dave Davies mustache on. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell with the sombrero, right? <laughs> the Dave um, Davies 70s porn mustache? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Dave, Dave Satella, you are... Uh, you know, for for the uninitiated, and that's about seven of our li- that's about all seven of our listeners. You are like the PPC rock star. Oh, thank you. Um, and we had a, we had a, a story come up that we need clarification on, and we couldn't all think right. of anybody better than you. Okay, I'll give it a go. In search of land, uh, the Ginny Marvin story uh, was in on January 29th, uh, Merkel's Q4 2017. Um, yep. so they're looking at an aggregate of a bunch of their clients. Okay. Yep. And they find that search ad click growth fell. Yep. Well, ad spend rose 23% across uh, Google, Bing, and Yahoo. Yes. So, you know, well, the, the, the people aren't clicking as quickly anymore, but ad spend is still rising quickly? Well, uh, here's my assumption, and this is based on my experience with my own clients, plus on, on my own radio show, PPC Rockstars, PPC Rockstars. Um, <laughs> I had Brad Geddes uh, on the show a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he he substantiated what I'm about to say. And he's he he's actually the smartest guy in PPC. So thank you for saying so. But Brad Geddes. Um, <laughs> anyway, here's what happened uh, in Q4, and and this is echoed in the Merkle report as well. In Q4, um, average CPCs were 25 percent higher than they had been 
in Q4 of 16. Okay? Okay. So that accounts for the increase in overall spend. There may have been uh, advertisers either coming into the marketplace or advertisers spending more simply because they uh, had gotten better at advertising over the course of the year. But I think the main uh, contributor to increased spend was the fact that average CPCs were higher. So that begs the question, why were average CPCs higher? Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's tough to know. Uh, I'll give you my best guesses. Um, number one, more competition. Um, in other words, more more advertisers entering the marketplace and competing with each other, and uh, more advertisers realizing that PPC advertising is the world's best, most profitable kind of advertising and pumping more of their uh, marketing budgets into PPC advertising. So that that's, I, I think, the increase in average CPCs was largely driven by uh, increases in competition. Okay, so so this is a trend that that Merkel um, suggests happened in Q4 2017. Is mm-hmm. this something we should be looking for moving forward into uh, into the the first couple quarters of 2018? I'm thinking yes. Um, I am looking at data from my own clients right now, and uh, the average CPCs for January were I'm going to say more than 50% higher than January 17. And we didn't, and you know, now lots of things have changed in the account. Of course, for my clients, they get improvements year after year. But, um, <laughs> so so part of, part of the reason that the CPCs, uh, average CPCs rose more than 50% is just that uh, we're spending more, we're bidding more and getting higher positions. Uh, and getting better profitability, better conversion rates, et cetera. Uh, but I think that's indicative of the fact that the, or my supposition, that the average CPC increases that we saw in Q4 of 17 are continuing into 18. One of the things that, that Merkel pointed out in their uh, Q4 report was that for the first time, uh, clicks clicks on uh, on CPC ads over mobile devices have surpassed the 50% mark. Might that be a reason for, for uh, uh, rising, rising click, uh, click-through rates, um, the, the way SERPs are, are constituted? Interesting. Well, I, I certainly agree with, and seen within my own data, uh, an increase in the, the ratio of mobile clicks to non-mobile clicks. Um, I'm not sure I would go along with a statement that said average CPCs for mobile devices are higher than they are for desktop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would I would say no. In other words, I, I I would not I would not ascribe the increase in average CPCs in Q4 to increased mobile traffic. Okay. Um. Dave Davies, I, 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 I do not want to hog Davies at Della. You know what, that's perfect. I was actually about to type in an M into our chat for our listeners who don't know. That's just what Jim and I do when we're like, I got a question. Um, okay. okay, so we're, we're talking about trends here. And, you know, I, I love when we have you on our show, So, and I know we only got a couple minutes left. So 
Okay, we're talking about the trends in CPC right now. What else? Like, I mean, I know you know Google. Like, if we're going to talk AdWords, making a lot of changes, you're you know managing some some serious accounts and and doing it well. What else can we expect to see that maybe knowing, you know, we we can what other trends are are sort of coming up that if we know about them in advance, um, you know, might be helpful for our for our listeners to sort of go ah, pay attention to this. Yeah. Well, I think uh, click through rates will continue to rise, and I and I ascribe that to two things. Number one. Uh, advertisers, uh, on average, are, are getting better at writing good ads and creating good uh, display ads. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, Google's you know uh, doing a lot uh, in in behind the scenes and in front of the scenes to help advertisers improve click through rates. Uh, one thing is uh, providing great ad extensions like um, site links and callouts and. Oh boy, there there's there are probably eleven ad extensions that add uh, additional uh, characters and and lines to an ad that makes it stand out more and click through rates will rise. So yeah. I think in in uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a wild card, which is uh, <laughs> last year Google announced that uh, they were giving themselves permission to spend <laughs> up to double the daily budget. <laughs> That you probably covered that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I was one of the uh, you know kind of tongue-in-cheek contrarians that said, "Hey, if Google can can deliver what they're saying, which is that the extra traffic is going to be high quality, then why wouldn't I be happy about that?" So what we might be seeing is you know Google has ways of determining in real time whether the person doing the search is more likely to convert than the person that did the same search previously. So um, I would hate to see what they think about me. And David, I'm sorry, we have to interrupt you here. Oh, okay, we're actually, studio is actually playing us out now. We're out oh, of boy. time. We've gone okay. through the whole hour. Thank you for diving in and answering. Oh, thank and, you for and, asking and answering the, Oh, anytime, man. So we had that question. We needed the expert. You're the expert. Um, friends, check out PPC Rockstars. That uh, interview with Brad, with Brad Geddes is going to be published on uh, February 15th. Uh, that was David's a telephone from PPC Rockstars, and we got to go. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Dean Internet Marketing, this is Jim Eddie from Media. You've been listening to Web Call Geo Webmaster Radio on the 1st of February 2018. Groundhog Day tomorrow. Uh, whatever happens, winter's going to end eventually. Be well. We love you. Stay safe. Talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP.